Hello and welcome to this, the first Film Hub NI podcast. I'm Hugh Link smay I'm the project manager for Film Hub NI, and I'm joined by Sarah Gunn-Smith. Hello. Hello, marketing officer and audience development whiz for Film Hub NI. And today we are joined by Stuart Sloan. Hello. From Belfast Film Festival. And uh, Stuart's here to talk about his uh, and Belfast Film Festival's inaugural Pull Focus Documentary Film Festival. How are you feeling about it? When, does it, when does it start, Stuart? It starts on the 9th of August, the 9th to the 16th of August. Mm-hmm. It has uh, about 12 films, a couple of short films, a couple of archive films, all at the movie house on the Dublin Road. All documentaries all the time. Right, the full, my, my that's favorite. it. All documentaries all the time. There's enough. Uh, what was the planning for this year? Because it is obviously a new thing. It's a new product. Normally, the film festival happens in April. Yes. Indeed, yeah. Um, so basically, um, I guess there's two main reasons why it happened. Um, the f- first reason is kind of more of a macro reason. Basically, like documentary has exploded over the last like five five to ten years. But basically, since um, Bowling for Columbine, I would assume, is the, is the starting point for that in... 2001 or something like that mm-hmm. um anyway so there's there's literally hundreds of documentaries made um each year and that's just the good ones you know there's 500 other bad ones um which aren't in your festival <laughs> which aren't in the <laughs> festival yeah. yeah so you know there's there's an endless amount of films we mm-hmm. could program films documentaries just documentaries like you know every day all, all year round mm-hmm. um so we just thought there's just there wasn't enough space um in the in our normal documentary program so um Following the lead from many other successful festivals around the world, um, we thought we'd uh, kind of split off a tiny bit of our uh, main festival and just show documentaries. Right. The second main galvanization for this would be that um, this year, the, the timing of our festival is in April. So there's a couple of other like heavy documentary festivals like in, the, in the world, like Sheffield, mm-hmm. most specifically. Edinburgh has a few documentaries, things like um, Galway and stuff. So quite often we'll have films that we've booked um, who, you know, a week before our program. Um, I don't, Belfast is great and everything, but it's also small, you know. So often people, um, those main festivals demand premieres. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happens is we book a film and then a week before they'll phone or email and be like, we're pulling out right, okay. from you. And so it's very annoying for us. Um, but it's also completely understandable because, you know, you only get one premiere. Yeah, obviously. it's a big festival, yeah. Big festival, yeah. Sheffield is the, one of the world's biggest, um, probably the second biggest, in fact. And that happens in June? June, right, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so what we decided would uh, to take all those films so this happened to me and Stephen who's the other programmer um, six or seven times it normally happens every year at least that many times um, but it just so happened this year that um, nearly all of those films were Irish um, oh, which okay. is a really good sign as well because you know all those films and, and all every single one of them is now in our new program mm-hmm. um, between the 9th and 16th of August in yes, the movie indeed, house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we just decided that uh, it, since there were so many and the quality of them was so high, um, I, mean, I really do mean those films are, are really well made, very professional standard, um, and just had things to say about the world we live in. Okay. Um, and just also very differing styles as well, which is quite interesting about it. You know, they're not all just like straight ahead documentaries about the Troubles, say, or something like that. Otherwise, some of them are about the Troubles or things that are about Northern Ireland. Yeah. Some of them are also outward focused or like facing, you know, mm-hmm. they're saying stuff about the rest of the world and about issues that are international. Um, so we just thought we'd cobble them all together. And, and we talked to the movie house and very generously they gave us a, a week's slot. Great. 
Um, and so then we're putting them all on and bringing them uh, all the directors and they're all going to like introduce the films and do Q&As with the audience after, mm-hmm. which I think is another really key part of festivals that you go to. You know, it's not just a documentary where you go see it and then you leave again. You know, mm-hmm. you get some contacts, you get to have a talk about the production and also the issues that the documentary comes up with. Well, somebody um, said that uh, a good film is uh, only starts when you leave the cinema. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know. And, 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 you know, yeah, exactly. And obviously, like, the world is not, um, <laughs> the world is not in a good place at the moment. Probably never is in a good place ever mm-hmm. in the history of the world. But it's a specifically bad um, time at the moment, I think. And doc- the one thing about documentary is that I feel like it's constantly relevant to those things. And fiction films obviously have their own place. <laughs> but, you know, uh, that's why documentary again. So, one of the reasons like documentary is so popular, I think, these days, because it directly deals with things that are in day to day people's lives. It sounds like you uh, quite like documentary. I like documentary yes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Um, Stuart, I uh, good fellas. Oh, <laughs> do you want to tell us about some of the highlights of the festival? Okay, the, no problem. Yeah. Um, so, the opening night film um, is called The Image You Missed. Um, which is a film by uh, this guy, Donal Foreman. He actually lives in America, but he was born here. Um, but the film actually is about um, his dad, who's called Arthur McCaig, who's an American um, documentary maker who actually came to Belfast in the late 60s and kind of lived between West Belfast and Paris for the next, like, 30 years. As you uh, do. As you do, yeah. I think it was quite common in those days. I think, like... <laughs> it was a shuttle bus, yeah, exactly, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, you know, obviously what was going on in Paris in, like, 68 was very linked to what was going on in West Belfast mm-hmm. and around those times. Um, so he kind of um, was known as this kind of, like, documenter of... Um, Belfast and the the Republican side of 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 Belfast, and he made a couple of films, a couple of really amazing films. Um, one called The Patriot Game, mm-hmm. and then another really good one called Irish Ways, which is actually focuses on the army, the British army, oh. and how basically, you know, the main interesting thing about that is how um he frames like the privates in the army as much as victims as maybe someone who would that you know they're going through massive trauma, mm-hmm. massive... Um, He's quite empathetic. M- massively empathetic. Yeah. And it just, it, it, it frames them in a way that they're victims of the British state too, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then they leave Northern Ireland and just get thrown back into unemployment in Newcastle or Liverpool right, or whatever. Right, okay, that's interesting. Um, quite a different um, stance. A very different mm-hmm. stance, but also, you know, views the struggle in Northern Ireland from a class, you know, yeah. prism, which mm-hmm. I think is the, one of the more important ways to look at it. It's not a religious divide, a class divide, or at least that's you know an one element of it. One element of it, actually, yeah. absolutely. So Donal um, actually never really knew his dad. Uh, Arthur died, and so he kind of has these films um, and a bunch of like all the outtakes and stuff mm-hmm. as a way of like knowing his dad. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of what's interesting about it is he's used film um, to try to kind of like recapture that relationship, try to know his dad. And obviously it, it, it's not very positive all the time or anything. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's quite like critical of his dad and what he did. I don't think he certainly agrees with his dad's politics or anything like oh, that. It's very poignant. And part, I saw it at Galway mm-hmm. and it's very poignant. Oh, absolutely, like yeah. the, Kind of how they both used film to tell their stories. No, and... absolutely. Yeah. And, and to be honest, that's exactly why we thought it would be the perfect film mm-hmm. to open our docu- Irish documentary festival. Mm-hmm. Because it engages with those very issues that 
you know, documentary makers have been engaging with over the last, you know, 30 or 40 years. Yeah, it's that mixture of personal mm-hmm. and political, exactly, I suppose, right, is, yeah. is, is, is what will attract people to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's so interesting. And, and, and you know, the, the Troubles is something, if we're going to talk about Irish, Northern Irish documentary, you know, the Troubles is something you have to talk about mm-hmm. because that's been a main influence on mm. a lot of the films that have been made and a lot of the really amazing films and also completely rubbish films that have been made. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> and the documentaries that were made, I mean, it's interesting you mentioned that um, Irish Ways documentary, you know, like 71, which was a, a big, yeah. you know, a, a reasonable hit um, a couple of years back, you know, had an element of that about, yeah. you know, uh, working class young men being sort of delivered into this into this conflict they yeah. knew very little about and things, you know. So there was, so there was certainly something... Um, something influential within there what other highlights do you have what other highlights um well the other i mean my favorite film probably in it is unquiet graves which Mm -hmm. is a film sean murray has made about um the glen ann guy he's a local filmmaker isn't he? he's a local Mm -hmm. filmmaker he's at queen's doing a phd at the moment and it's like a a, an amazing film um and self-funded as well and he's been at it for years um and i just uh, it's just it's really really great film Mm -hmm. it's actually sold out unfortunately um, but it will be on wider release hopefully um, later in the year, probably early well, autumn. this is one of the things I was going to mention. I mean, a lot of like documentaries about specifically about political issues or, or you know, the troubles and mm-hmm. stuff like that seem to, um, they, there is very much a local it's audience time. for them. Yeah, it's time for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's time. But I've just, um, Newcastle Community Cinema, who one of our members um, mm-hmm. showed um, uh, No Stone Unturned. Yeah, in in their venue down in Newcastle, yeah, and they had two screenings, both sold out and things yeah. like that. So there is obviously a, a real appetite for yeah, this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting that um, you know we're we've been stalled in terms of legacy issues, in terms of as a society dealing with things. Uh-huh. It seems that documentaries are kind of maybe filling that vacuum a bit. Uh, hopefully, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in um, not sweeping these things under the carpet, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like potentially that's part of maybe the unintended consequences or maybe very much intended, of the Good Friday mm. Agreement. Um, it's still, obviously, now is better than even the awful stage that we, of politics we're in now is better than what we had before. But I think that if we are going to properly move on and not have tit-for-tat politics with Sinn Féin and the DEP, we have to kind of reassess these issues that maybe weren't mm. um, properly dealt with. There's another film uh, called I Delores. Indeed. Which is uh, which looks into kind of things that Republicans did during during. It. Well, it's uh, more specifically just what she well, did. Well, she yeah. did, yeah, obviously, but she she names a few names, and you know that that's she does, yeah. And um, but if, the way that film is framed is it's her opinion, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's not ever presented as uh, objective fact. I mean, no documentary really should be doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's super interesting film, and it's uh, it's basically based on. Um, an interview she did uh, with Ed Maloney for yep. the Boston College tapes, and then another one she did uh, a couple of years before she died. Um, but it is her subjective viewpoint, you know, and I, I think like it's quite skillful at driving that point home mm-hmm. that it's her viewpoint. And I think like she spends, you know, three quarters of the film being hypercritical of how she was treated by mm-hmm. the IRA. I mean, it, it's not. Everyone comes out of it quite badly. Right, okay, <laughs> that, um, okay. you know, well, I don't think yeah. it, it's not it's not highlighting or illuminating or um, making it seem like she was this hero or mm. anything like that. You know, it's very it's well, well done, and I I think it, I mean I think it was it was good. Um, there's a bunch of other films that aren't political as well. Okay, you know? good, so, good, I mean, good. That'll, 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 that'll <laughs> you know lighten the mood slightly. I think, I think it's good to show films like that, but at the same time, you know, 
it's it's 2018. There's plenty of other things going on in mm-hmm. the world. Um, the other the other there's two films I would like to talk about who are quite are linked quite well, and they're about they're more about modern Ireland. So they're both um, from from the south. And um, one set in the burn. It's called The Silver Branch, and it's one of the most beautiful um, kind of relaxing documentaries I've seen in a long time. Um, and it's kind of it's kind of almost like a it's like a poet film. You know, it's kind of like it uses kind of images in a way of like of metaphor mm-hmm. um and it's about kind of a farmer's um role in um kind of um protecting the landscape of the burn which i don't know if you've ever been to it's an amazing it place. It's, like there moon. Once, yeah. it's an absolutely amazing place and then and, and this film actually is really skillful at capturing kind of the image and the the beauty of of the natural landscape as well as the kind of human side um of what's happening in modern Ireland, you know, where it's like uh, property developers and um, the state are trying to steal away some of the public lands oh. and farmers are kind of trying to battle that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually a similar link to this other film, The Lonely Battle of Thomas Reed, mm-hmm. which is an amazing film. I mean, all these films, the thing I would like to say is like they've conquered the world already. You know, a lot of these films have played in Sheffield, mm-hmm. played in Hot Docs, mm-hmm. played at Edfa. You know, they've played mm-hmm. at all the world's biggest documentary festivals. And I think like part of what we were trying to do here is to say like, these films are out there and have already mm. gone around the world, you know, mm. so we in Belfast, you get a chance to see them as well because they're, these are the films that are at the top of their, you know, the top of their class in a mm-hmm. way, you know, they're being mm. shown at the best festivals in the world. Um, and if we don't show them here, you know, they wouldn't get shown um, as good as QFT is. It's just, it's quite limited in its space and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, like I said, there's just so many documentaries mm. Um that you know it's good to highlight these ones so the other yeah this lonely battle of thomas reed it's about um this kind of um i mean the the, the first 10 minutes of the film it could be 1979 or something like that you know the way he this guy uh, thomas reed lives um in a very kind of lo-fi um <laughs> surroundings and he lives in a caravan and stuff um and so basically his land is actually quite near. It's Dublin is creeping towards his land, right? And um, it's kind of near like this industrial estate. And Intel, which is like a computer chip company, wanted to buy his land mm-hmm. um, for millions and millions of pounds. But he's just like, no, I have no interest in the money. Right. And they have lacked the capacity to understand that someone doesn't want money uh-huh. and they just wants to keep their land. So the whole film is about them taking him to court. Over and right. over and over again, and every single time he wins, mm-hmm. um, I won't give away the end because it's slightly different than that. But it's just it's very interesting film because it's about you know in in Ireland especially. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would say north and south, money is king a lot of the times in government mm. situations. And for for this guy to like actually just be like, I'm not interested in money is quite mm-hmm. a radical position yeah, bizarrely yeah, yeah, enough yeah. um and that's especially the value of land and what it means yeah, yeah, yeah. Value absolutely yeah 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 mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. proving the fact that you know property developers quite you know literally the worst people in the world for um, <laughs> for irish people other um, opinions of property developers <laughs> may be available 10 yeah. years later but, um <clears throat> yeah but yeah so that's a very interesting film and it's just very well made and um the 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 camera crew um, weren't allowed in the courtroom, so they've recreated the... Oh, I love the, that, like the, Crown Court. Brilliant. They've recreated Crown Court, but in Thomas's um, farmlands. Oh, right, um, okay. With, like, a live musical. It's a very, very, very interesting, very, very good film. Yeah, I mean, I suppose as more and more documentaries are made, the, the creativity has to be more and more. Absolutely, I know how to, yeah, how to, I mean, yeah, I'm absolutely. thinking of Brendan Burns' films now that 
Oh, you know, you saw one in Galway, Sarah, didn't you? About um, yeah. Heart Island. Yeah, it was re- really really animation as yeah. a as a way of. And because they couldn't shoot on the, on the island, they used the animation, and actually, it was so much more powerful mm-hmm. than you know drone footage over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have yeah, been, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, Sean uses animation in his film on Quiet Graves too, and it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, as no, well. it's, it's, yeah. it's an interesting technique. I mean, I, I, it's not. Something it's Peter Strain and yeah, film. yeah, and and, P- and Peter Strain did the Brendan oh, Burns stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's busy lad. Yeah. <laughs> busy lad. Yeah. He's got an agent. Has he? Oof, good luck to him. Um, it's great. Does a beautiful job on the QFT covers as he well. He does. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think in terms of the you know what you've highlighted today, actually, how many films will be shown at the document? Can you remember the? Um, okay, I think it's twelve. Okay, so 12, twelve over the week. Yeah. What the closes we... with Mark Cousins' film about Orson Welles in The Strand on the 21st as well, mm-hmm. which is really good too. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, and uh, there was one question I was going to ask you, Stuart, which was how do people get tickets? How, how do, do our get avid <laughs> listeners get tickets? Um, well, they can get tickets at BelfastFilmFestival.org. Um, there's a couple of different things. So basically you can buy a ticket for each individual film, but also we're having like a, a pass, a pull focus pass. Mm-hmm. Um, which is only sixteen pounds, and you can go to every that's single so sixteen pounds. Sure, which you is can basically only three it, and a half tickets. Yeah, so that's amazing, amazing. Yeah, um, and the other thing about it is, is um, this is actually the first of many. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we plan to do one of these every year. Great, and maybe not exactly in this form, and certainly not just Irish films. Mm-hmm. But this is the start of something. So um, look forward to that. Hopefully. People need to get out to support it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Get your bums on seats. Well, uh, Stuart, thank you very much for coming today to our inaugural podcast. (laughs) An inaugural (laughs) film documentary and an inaugural podcast. It's all firsts today. So, Sarah, coming up at the end of August is Cinema Day, our third Cinema Day, which our members put together every year. Uh, This year's theme is Home. So do you want to tell us a little bit about what's coming up? Yep. Uh, so, yeah, as you said, this is our third cinema day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what we do each year is we put a call out to film exhibitors across Northern Ireland who are members of Film Up and ask them to respond to the theme. And they always do it very enthusiastically and with lots of lovely ideas. Um, so we have lots and lots of things going on this year. 29 events throughout the whole day. Uh-huh. Something for everyone. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so... Uh, Chat through some of the events yeah, that we yeah. have. Yeah, tell us your highlights. Um, there's loads on for kids, um, mm-hmm. loads on for families. Uh, I think a particular highlight of the family events would be Paddington 2, screened mm-hmm. in the Crumlin Road Jail with free marmalade sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, and Interfilm are hosting that, um, which I think will be really a uh, lovely event. Mm-hmm. Um, the Movie House, we're really, really pleased this year we have all five Movie House movie house sites Brilliant. Um, yep. involved um, who are showing Lady and the Tramp mm-hmm. and you get free in if you bring like a gift for a dog that's lovely or some food that's, uh, that's working with the local um, pet charity isn't it yes yeah. it's working with mm-hmm. I think the um, a couple of couple of uh, local pet charities mm-hmm. um, so bring along your gift for a dog and you get in free to see mm-hmm. the film um, the Black Box uh, Black Moon Film Club are screening The Wizard of Oz which Brilliant. is a ASD friendly mm-hmm. um, event um, can you bring ruby slippers to that you can indeed uh-huh. it's mandatory um, so that would be lovely um, what else do we have we've got uh, Coco uh, right, hosted yeah. by Cinemagic at the Crescent Arts Centre mm-hmm. I think there's some Mexican music before that lovely. And some activities lovely. which would be very nice Um the Carnegie Old Park Library, which is an which an old library, which there uh, there's a lot of work being done to restore that to its former glory as a as a community space. Mm-hmm. They are screening uh, 
XR's lovely up film. Right, lovely. Which very nice. Um, other family things do we have on? Lo- well, there's quite there's there's quite a lot. I mean, it's great that those um those movie house sites are City Side, which is which for older older listeners will be called York York Gate. Um, and Dublin Road, Glengormley, Mahara, and Coleraine. So that's quite a big geographical spread. Um, there's a couple of the other rural screens um, going on for Mana. Yep, for for Mana, um, our screening uh, Mickey Bo, Mickey Bo and Me, mm-hmm. which is uh, as I was talking to the the director yesterday, was is nearly 15 years old. Right. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously with the the theme of home, mm-hmm. um, some of the organisations are showing films that were made here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which makes sense. Um, so Mickey Bo and Me is on there, um, and that's also on in the evening in the Carnegie Library as well. Mm-hmm. So you can get it in Belfast or for Mana. Right. Right. Um. A new venue for us this year and a new member is the Home Place up in Balaki. Mm-hmm. Um And we're delighted that they are screening Bad Day for the Cut. Right, okay. Which was a film that was released last year that was made, uh, set in Tyrone, made mm-hmm. in Belfast and Tyrone. Um, and I think the, the director and uh, producer, I think, are going to do Q&A up there. So mm-hmm. that's really, um, really good to see as well. Another local-ish film I think is the director Aoife McCardigal regardless from Oma Mm -hmm. Um, she her film Kissing Candice that was actually just recently out in QFT um, our screen at the new uh, Vault Artist Studios Mm -hmm. which is uh, the Newton Arch Road yes that's right it's um, uh, what used to be called the Tar Street Campus Mm. down on the Lower Newton Arch Road and uh, yeah no the the Vault are an artist collective who are taking that over so it's very interesting see how Mm -hmm. that goes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um Second Chance Cinema, who Stuart, who we spoke to early, earlier, also runs our own Hidden Agenda. Yeah, Ken um, Loach film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one other family one that I remembered, which was it's gone out of my head slightly. You may have to cut this, Stephen. Yes, that's um, it. The program. Somebody else had something. The Spectrum Centre is showing Home oh, up yes. on the Shankle. Yes, that's right. Uh, which should be very interesting. Um, and uh, the Spectrum Centre is just uh, above. Um, uh, Tennant Street there mm-hmm. on Shangle Road. Um, so we, ha- we really have got a good geographical spread right across the city this year, haven't we? We do indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also events in Ballymena. Yep, that's um, right. Coming to America, coming the to America, vehicle. Coming to Ballymena. It's uh-huh, uh-huh. um, <laughs> all up there. Um, and the Nerve Centre in Derry as well have two screenings. That's right, yeah. Uh, which are ET, obviously he's phoning mm-hmm. home. Um, and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. Is that uh, in Oma, we've got Sing Street. Sing Street, yes. Uh, which has been shown by the Subterranean Film Club, who are reasonably new members. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been with us for about a year now and really sort of developing uh, quite a following out in Oma. Um, one of the highlights, I think, this year will be Amityville Horror, which Banterflex are showing. Yes. Uh, the Odyssey, um, with an actual Q&A with a, what is it, a, like a, a paranormal investigator a paranormal, or something? paranormal, right, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's call him a ghostologist. Yes, let's yeah. do that. <laughs> um, and so hes they're going to be talking about why things go bump in the night and yep. things like that. I mean, I don't know whether this guy is going to like actually produce a ghost on stage. Well, I that hope so. That, that would be, be yeah, it would be nice. Um, but yeah, you should all go see Amityville Horror because it's a hilariously brilliant horror movie from the 1970s. Yeah. Um, well, one of the things that I was also looking forward to was a film called The Curzon Project, Sarah, which you might like to tell us about. <laughs> yes, I can tell you about The Curzon Project. So The, the Curzon Project project is a short documentary um that was made last year uh which i worked on so mm-hmm. it's very nice that we're at the belfast I film I festival sorry it. i produced yeah. it and um that belfast film festival very kindly liked and want to show as part of their cinema day event um which uh, it the film 
is a, a short film which tells the story of the old cars and cinema that was on the Ormer Road mm-hmm. um, that opened in 1936 and closed in 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, and where they're actually screening it is on a, the cinema's knocked down now. It's now mm-hmm. um, a housing association building owned by Clan Mill Housing. And uh, there's a large courtyard inside there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be screening that outdoors so mm. hopefully it doesn't rain um, although I have memories of standing in the queue for the cars and yeah, getting yeah. absolutely soaked so it'll be sure quite it fitting so that'll be so we'll be actually on the site of the film watching the film and there's a lot wow. of archive footage of it getting torn down so not a dry eye in the house that's going to be quite an emotional and one-off experience it um, really will there's there's limited tickets for it and we've had a lot of interest in it mm-hmm. but um, it's just it's really nice that the festival wanted to do that yeah. on, on that site. I mean, the film is about a cinema, but it's also about a community. It's about mm-hmm. the Orm Road and it's, it's about people who went there. So I think it'll be a really special evening. It's been a lovely way to finish off Cinema Day. Absolutely. Uh, one of the, um, we should say, uh, the only cinema from that era that is still working, which is the Strand Arts Centre on the Hollywood Road, are showing a local film called Braxton. Yes, they Which are. is a very interesting one. If you've got an interest in local films, you should really go and see it. It's a, sort of, it's a horror movie that was made in North Belfast. Um, which um, uh, sort of micro budget and made by very young people, uh, and is a very interesting little film. Lots of uh, you know, not uh, for for a film of that kind, it's um, it's not perfect, but it has a lot of heart and a lot of energy behind it. So it's really worth worth catching if you're up in the east of the city. Yeah, I think the producer and some of the cast possibly will be there as mm-hmm. well. Of course, QFT is currently closed. Um, for oh. uh, getting lovely new seats and a, apparently a lovely ceiling, I'm told. The ceiling is lovely. Indeed. The seats arrived this morning. Let's all go. <laughs> and so they are planning to, they're reopening sort of from the, the 24th of August. So the, uh, their screening is... Their screening is Maeve, mm-hmm. which is a film um, that hasn't been shown here in a long, long time. Nope. I haven't seen it myself, so mm-hmm. have you seen it? I have seen it. It is available on the BFI player, um, and it's a it's a, a foundational film for Northern Ireland. It's a fascinating film uh, about uh, feminism and the troubles and the role of women within the troubles um, and the role of women in Northern Irish society. And uh, it's been very influential on Northern Irish filmmakers. Um, it's a really interesting film to watch. It's very different from the kind of films we see today. But if you're in, at all interested in how Northern Ireland has been presented on film, and especially how women have been presented mm. on film in Northern Ireland, it is it is the film to watch. Mm. And uh, if uh, if you're a film historian at all or interested in the, uh, the cult, film culture of Northern Ireland, go and see it. Do not miss it. That nicely also leads into that we should say that Wanda, the feminist film festival, are screening exhibition um, starring... Viv Albertine, Albertine, that's right, yeah. Um, In place, in Mm -hmm. town, um, and they're just gearing up for another edition of their festival. The the Feminist Film Festival in November, yeah, absolutely. So we will be talking to them Mm -hmm. down the line about that, but yeah, that's what they're doing on Cinema Day. Fascinating stuff. Well, um, how would our seven listeners get hold (laughs) (laughs) of the tickets for this? Well, um, Mm -hmm. funny you should mention that. Um, Film Hub and I have just launched a new website, which um, has lots of links. You can book uh, tickets for all these films through the new website Mm -hmm. um, at filmhubni.org. Um, and keep an eye on our social media channels. We'll be doing lots of posting about different events and lots of videos. On the day, we'll be running around trying to go to as many as we can of them. But And we hope to see you there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All we'll seven of you. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Sarah. That's great. Thank you. Here's to Cinema Day 18 and all who sails in her. Well, that was the uh, first Film Hub NI podcast. Uh, thank you very much to Stuart Sloan, who came and talked to us about Belfast Film Festival's new Pole Focus. Uh, which is their documentary festival, and Sarah, 
for filling us in about Cinema Day 18. Thank you very much, Sarah. Um, other things that you should be looking out for this month is Respect Human Rights Film Festival, which is taking place at the Culture Lab uh, up in West Belfast, which runs from the 2nd to the 9th. Uh, which is all engaging documentaries. There's all sorts of stuff going on uh, right across the city throughout the month of August. Uh, so check out the Film Hub website, uh, the Film Hub NI website, which is really quite nice. Um, and next podcast edition will be focusing on the QFT, which uh, is 50 this year. And so we're going to be hearing from John Parsons, the head of QFT, uh, all about their plans for how they're going to celebrate 50 years of independent cinema in Northern Ireland. See you then.